0: At that very hour, some Pharisees came and they said to Jesus, Get away from here. Herod wants to kill you. Jesus said to them, Go and tell that fox for me, Listen, I'm casting out demons and performing cures today and tomorrow, and on the third day, I finish my work. Yet, today, tomorrow, and the next day, I must be on my way because it is impossible for a prophet— to be killed outside of Jerusalem. 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 The city that kills its prophets and stones the ones who are called to it. How often have I desired to gather your children together as a hen gathers her brood under her wings, but you would not listen? See, Your house is left to you, and I tell you, you will not see me until the time comes when you say, Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord. The Gospel of the Lord. So, like I told the kids, the notion of God in Jesus as a mother hen who gathers her brood Under her wings doesn't get as much play as some of those other symbols and images that scripture gives us for Jesus, like the Good Shepherd, like the bread of life, like the light of the world, like the Lamb of God. All that, all those images are a little more common, a little more popular, maybe a little more appealing than this idea that Jesus, the Son of God, the Savior of the world, the Prince of Peace, is a chicken. Not a clean, pure dove like the Holy Spirit. Not a pretty red cardinal or the first robin of spring. A chicken. Poultry. A chicken, though, who cares for her brood like a loving, protective, faithful mother does. For some reason, this is not a text that I've preached on very often, at least not in the last nine years from what I can tell. So I've never taken advantage of the opportunity to show off my pictures of the hens and chickens that I see every time I go to Haiti. And I think about this text every time I see the mother hens and the baby chicks. Because I've seen them do their mother hen protecting her brood under her wings thing— on more than one occasion when I'm there. So I was glad to pour through my pictures from the last 10 or 11 or 12 years of all my trips to Haiti so I could find some to share with you. Unfortunately, this is all I could come up with. You've already seen them. So you just have to believe me when I tell you there are other chickens under that big fat mama hen. But you can't tell much because of my bad timing. Thanks to the quick-footed baby chicks who are hiding under there, and thanks to that mother hen who does just exactly what Jesus describes, which is kind of the point. You can't tell much because the mother hen is doing her job. So, again, you just have to believe me, there's a flock of baby chickens under there somewhere, something like that other picture that I had to rip off of Google. They're there, gathered together, well-protected, safe and sound from the American human with his camera, safe and sound from the dogs that are never too far away on the hillsides in Haiti, safe and sound from whatever or whoever else might want to find them and turn them into breakfast or lunch or dinner. And it's no mistake that Jesus compares himself to a mother hen so soon after he calls King Herod a fox. Jesus has been making his way around Galilee doing what he did, casting out demons, performing cures for people. And so when the Pharisees tell him he needs to amscray because Herod is out to kill him, Jesus isn't surprised. He doesn't seem scared, at least, nor is he deterred. Jesus says, tell that fox that I have things to do. I have demons to drive out. I have sicknesses to cure. I have people to love. And not only that, Jesus lets whoever's listening know that Jesus knows what's to come for him. He has been making his way to Jerusalem for some time now, we know. And he's not running away from Herod, the fox who's out to get him. Jesus is running toward the city and toward what he knows waits for him there, his demise, his crucifixion, which he knows can and will only take place in that city if everything written about him in scriptures is to come true. I must be on my way, he says, because it's impossible for a prophet to be killed outside of Jerusalem. In other words, I will get there. I'm on my way. I am, in fact, the prophet to be killed. Don't worry about it. Don't tell me what to do or when. I have work to do first, but I'm headed to Jerusalem so that when the time comes on the third day, my work will be finished. In other words, Jesus is the mother hen headed into the foxhole Headed toward the fox's den, ready to take one for the team. And all of that points to the lengths God is willing to go to in Jesus Christ for the sake of God's chickens, I mean, children. Speaking of heading into the city, speaking of staying in the city, speaking of taking one for the team, Ukraine's President Zelensky isn't Jesus. But he has headed toward and he has stayed in the city of Kiev and dared that fox, Vladimir Putin, to come for him while he tends to and while he protects his people. When given the chance to escape, to get out of here, he's coming to kill you, Zelensky stayed and stays because he had and has work to do. And the Russian people, the ones protesting this war in their own country of Russia, aren't Jesus either. But they are risking their freedom. They are possibly risking their lives allowing that fox vladimir putin to arrest and to imprison and to punish them and who knows how many ways for who knows just how long as they stand up for their neighbors as they stand up for their family as they stand up for their friends in ukraine and those moms in poland they aren't jesus either but the ones who left their strollers lined up at the train station for those Ukrainian refugees to find when they arrive after whatever hell they've endured to escape their homeland. Those moms are like so many mother hens themselves, opening their arms, spreading their wings, welcoming into their fold the most needy, the most desperate, the most vulnerable in their time of desperate, desperate need. So I wonder if God isn't calling us to be more like hens and chickens this morning in this sad, scary world where the proverbial fox, not just Vladimir Putin, but the fox of war and death and empire and sin threatens so many of God's chickens. So many of God's children in this world. In a world that's still convinced power looks like might, in the form of tanks and rockets and weapons of mass destruction, Jesus reminds us that God's kind of power comes in the form of a mother hen's feathered wings that don't stand a chance, really, against the teeth of the claws of the fox. In a world where strength looks like aggression and force and violence and bloodshed, Jesus reminds us that sacrificial love is stronger than all of those things. And that our God is one who bleeds too. In a world, and in this war in particular, where winning might be determined by who can count the most dead bodies in the end, Jesus reminds us that one dead body matters most because it will be raised again on the third day as hope for all the others when God's resurrection work is finished. Like so many mother hens, then, as the body of Christ in the world, you and I, We are called to the same kind of power in weakness, the same kind of sacrificial love, and the same kind of humble service. And we're called to the same kind of new life we will find on this side of heaven when we lay down our lives in some way, however, we're able for the sake of this world. Jesus, like a mother hen, is vulnerable. So that we might be too. Jesus, like a mother hen, gives up his life so that we might sacrifice something of ourselves just the same. Jesus gives love and forgiveness and grace so that we will offer the promise of those same blessings to others too. Jesus calls us beloved And Jesus gathers us together so that we will go out as the people of God's church in the world, sharing grace and gathering others to know the new life that belongs to us when we belong to God. To this one who comes for the sake of the whole world. In the name of the Lord. Amen.